Hello and welcome to Super Great Kids Stories. Wise tales from storytellers around the world, which will make you laugh and sometimes cry. Recommended for ages 5 to 105. I'm Kim and I love stories. Hello Super Great Kids and how are you? I've got three reasons to be cheerful. First, David and I have been off hunting for more stories in Northern Ireland and we've had a lovely time recording with some exciting new storytellers. They're coming to Super Great Kids Stories soon. And second, our friend Charlie, who drew our logo of Story Owl, has designed another T-shirt which has mouth open, story, jump out written on it. Thank you, Charlie, for that. If you want to see it, go to our website, supergreatkidsstories.com. And third, today we've got a lovely fairy tale which was collected by the Brothers Grimm in Germany over 200 years ago. It's called Frau Holler and it's told by storyteller Paul Olbra. Now, just before we hear from Paul... A fairy tale is a story with magical creatures and imaginary lands in it, like mm, Stick Woman from India, or The Snake Sister from Brazil, or The Boy and the Snow Wolf from Siberia. Can you think which is your favourite fairy tale and why? Well, we have a quick word with the grown-ups. Ready? Off you go. Hello, super great kids. I'm back. I wonder which fairy tale you decided is your favourite. I think one of mine is Strawberries in Winter because I like how the mysterious seasons kindly help the little girl get whatever she needs. I also like the magic orange tree because the song in it is just brilliant. How about you? Which fairy tale do you like telling or listening to? Do you like making funny voices for your characters? Well, Paul, who tells our next story, is just brilliant at doing funny voices and making you laugh. So, let's get ready to go into a magical land and give a warm welcome to Paul Olbra. Hello, super great kids. It's Paul here. Now, this story has magic and toads and a very kind sister and a very mean sister. And I think you know which one you'd rather have as a friend. Hello, silly children. You should not listen to the next story. In fact, I think you should listen to any other story except this story. It's a story about me and my sister, and my sister's such a goody two-shoes. She's so nice and kind, and she says that I am mean, but I don't think I am mean. I just want a lot of gold and diamonds and rewards. Anyway, I do not come off very well in this story. And I would rather you did not listen to it. So please turn off now. Let me tell you the whole story. It's the tale of Frau Holler. There was once a mother who lived with two daughters. The youngest of the girls was really kind. How kind? Well, 
She was the sort of girl who would give you her last sweet at Halloween, or would stop to help someone who'd fallen over rather than win a running race. She was the sort of girl it would be nice to be friends with. But the other daughter, she was two years older, and I'm afraid there's no other way of putting this. She was mean. How mean? Well, this was the sort of girl who would tell on you in class, even if you'd done nothing wrong. She was the sort of girl who would trip up someone in a running race and then say, Ha-ha! See you later, clumsy loser face! and then claim the first prize and not share it with anyone. She was the sort of girl that people were a bit scared of, and she didn't have many friends at all. The family were not very rich, and they lived in a tumble-down cottage on the edge of a forest with an old well in the garden. Now, this story takes place a long time ago, and people had to work very hard in those days. Every day, the girls had to do all the housework and work on an old machine in the garden called a spindle. The spindle made wool and cotton that their mum would go and sell on a market stall. Still, they were happy enough. Well, two of them were. The eldest daughter would huff and puff and break things and slam doors and cause trouble, leaving the youngest sister to do all of the work. Because she was kind and she wanted her mother to have enough things to sell, the youngest daughter would keep on spinning the spindle and keeping the house nice. She couldn't understand why her sister was so mean all the time or why she was so cross considering she didn't even do very much. There is a reason for that, and it's well worth remembering, but I'll tell you at the end of this story. First, there's some magic on the way, so get ready. One freezing cold morning, the youngest daughter was working on the spindle when she pricked her finger. It really hurt, and a little blob of blood came out of her thumb. She was so shocked that she jumped out of her seat and the spindle fell, rolled and tumbled down the well. Now, as we've said, this is a very kind girl we're talking about. The youngest daughter couldn't bear the idea of her mum not having anything to sell at the market. So she decided to climb down the well and grab the spindle back. She carefully climbed down the slippery bricks until she reached the bottom of the well. But instead of water at the bottom, there was a little path lined with fresh spring flowers. Forgetting about the spindle for a moment, she noticed the path led to a red wooden door. Carefully, she opened the door with a creak. <coughs> and inside, you'll never guess what she found. A whole magical land. There were rolling hills and trees heavy with apples. There was a blue sky and a little cottage covered in spring flowers. Everything looked so happy and friendly and it smelled of freshly baked bread. The door to the cottage was open and from the inside the youngest daughter heard a tiny cry. Well, this was a girl who could not stand by if someone was in trouble. So she cautiously went to the cottage to see where the cry was coming from. Oh, help! Oh, blooming heck! Oh, I'm nearly baked, said a voice. The girl opened the oven and inside there was some bread with a little cute face on it crying and crying. Oh, girl, thank the loaf you're here. Would you please take me out, for I am nearly baked and I do not want to be toast. Very carefully, using oven gloves, the girl took the loaf out. He looked very relieved and gave her a thank you smile. A big smiling loaf of bread, just perfectly cooked. Before she could take in this wondrous occurrence, 
she heard another voice. Oh, cripes! Oh, help! My branches are about to snap, so they are! It was the apple tree outside, wailing and swaying in the breeze. When the little girl went to see what was the matter, she saw that its branches were bending from the weight of the apples that had grown on each one. Oh, girl, I don't suppose you'd mind terribly picking the apples from me branches, would you? Thank you very much, kindly thank you. And of course she didn't mind. I'm sure that you probably would have done the same too. The tree was so grateful that he broke out in beautiful white blossom to say thank you. What a kind girl, said a small cracked voice behind her. The youngest daughter turned around, and there was a little old lady dressed entirely in green. She was very old and very little. My name is Frau Holler, and I have been waiting for a kind and lovely girl to help me with my chores. Would you be so kind? The youngest daughter was astonished. A whole world in a well. Talking bread? A little lady? It was a lot to take in. But then she remembered that her mum had always told her to be kind to older people. So she put aside her questions and asked what she could do to help. I need my bed to be made, and my bed covers must be shaken. And when you shake them in my room and the feathers fly, it makes it snow in your world. The little girl did as she was told, making feathers fly all around the room. It was a lot of fun. And then she did some washing up, and she had an apple for a snack. She didn't really fancy having any toast, as the loaf of bread had seemed like such a nice fellow. After some time, she got tired and a bit homesick, not to mention a bit worried her mum would be wondering where she'd got to, so she asked to go home. Of course, my little apple blossom, said Frau Holler. It would be my pleasure to get you back safely. As you've probably guessed by now, Frau Holler was not an ordinary little old lady. She was a witch. But not a bad one, like in some stories. Frau Holler was a good witch, a weather witch, and very powerful. The witch said some magic words. I am the breeze that blows across sea. I am the ray of sun. Let this girl get her just rewards and return her to her mum. There was a flash of light, so blinding that the girl had to shield her eyes. And when she looked again, she was back home. The spindle was back and there was snow on the ground. At first she thought she might be dreaming, but then she looked up. Above her head was a tiny white cloud, and it began to rain over her head and nowhere else. Now that might not sound very nice, but the rain wasn't water. It was diamonds and gems and coins, and the riches lay all around her, and when there was too much to carry, the cloud vanished. The girl ran and told her mum, carrying all of these lovely jewels. Her mum was delighted, and they did a little dance together, knowing that because of her kindness, they'd never have to work again. Everyone lived happily ever after. Well, not quite. What about the eldest daughter, the mean one? She'd been listening to all of this and was furious with jealous rage. Ugh! How dare my stinky little sister get all the credit for falling down a stupid well and helping a stupid old lady, she said to herself. If they think that was magic, watch this. The eldest daughter climbed down the well in a huff. She saw the door and kicked it open, leaving the poor door groaning in pain. 
She too saw the magical world, but she didn't stop to take in the wonder of the sky and the trees. She was too busy looking for Frau Holler. Another loaf called out, Oh, help me, I've nearly baked. But she just laughed. Sorry, you big crusty crybaby. I have a witch to find. You're toast. And then she heard one of the trees crying. Please will somebody help pick my apples, for my branches are about to break. Oh, yeah, branches, thought the eldest sister. That's a brilliant idea. So she climbed up the poor tree to look for Frau Holler. Apples came tumbling off, and the poor tree began to weep like a willow. Get down from there at once, cried an elderly voice. Of course it was Frau Holler, and she was not very happy at all. The eldest daughter jumped down, nearly landing on the poor witch and shaking more apples off the tree. Listen, lady, you gave my little sister tons of gold and riches and whatnot from a little cloud, and I want the same now. Do you really, girl? Well, it's only fair that I give you the reward that you deserve. Close your eyes. I am the storm that blows across the sea. I am the blinding sun. Let this girl get her just rewards and return her to her mum. There was a flash of blinding bright light and the eldest daughter was back home. She looked up and there was a little black cloud above her head. Ah, oh, brilliant. I have got my own cloud now and I will get all my own riches and then I can run away and live by myself in a mansion and... And then the rain came down. But it didn't rain diamonds or gold. It rained toads. Horrible, slimy toads that landed in the mean girl's hair. And wherever she ran, the cloud followed and the toads poured down. And even though the youngest daughter was a kind girl, she was watching from her window and she couldn't help but laugh. So that's it. And here's the thing to remember that I promised you earlier in the story. When you go about the world being kind and doing good deeds, you'll find that the world is full of nice people who will often help you out in return. But when you go about expecting the worst from people, well, that's just what you get. And sometimes it might involve raining toads. Ugh, raining toads, just imagine. Slimy toads slipping down the back of your neck, oof. Thanks very much to Paul for that story. Did it remind you of another fairy tale we've had on the podcast from Sicily? That's right, Mama Draga. Have a think about what was similar and what was different between those two stories. Now, one of the best things about making this podcast is hearing from you. And lots of you have been fluttering into our owlet's nest and inspiring us with your pictures. So it's time to dig deep into our bag of happies and say some thank yous. Hello and welcome to Umer, who is six, and to Macher, who is three. They are both big fans of the super great scary stories. And and welcome to New Owlet Arlo, who is five, from New Milford in Connecticut in the US. Arlo recently discovered the podcast and is enjoying exploring the archive. He particularly enjoyed how tadpoles lost their tails. 
and drew a picture of it with all the wriggling little tadpoles. Thank you, Arlo, and happy listening. And and hello to four-year-old Graham from Denver in Colorado in the US. Graham absolutely loves the scary stories, especially any with Baba Yaga the witch in them. Graham's mum says they enjoy listening to the stories together and are enjoying the book recommendations in the Owlet Letters. Hurrah! And and hello to new Owlets, Charlie, who is six, Rowan, who is four, and Nora, who is one. Charlie's favourite story is The Magic Orange Tree and Rowan's is Nora and the Aki Fruit. And and thank you to their grandparents, Papa and Grandmas, who signed them up to the Owlet Club. And and hello to eight-year-old Traveller and four-year-old Cedar from Washington DC in the US. They especially love How the Mosquito Became and all the Anansi stories. And a very big thanks to all of you who are supporting us on Apple and Patreon. If you'd like to support us, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on Patreon, which you'll find on our website at supergreatkidsstories.com. We offer shout-outs to all subscribers. And there are over 30 bonus stories and at least 15 super great scary stories just waiting to be listened to. <laughs> and now, you are all so good at drawing, it's very difficult to choose. But here are some of my picture picks for this week. Thanks to Cora, who is seven, from Georgia in the US. She listens with her younger brother, Ephraim. She's drawn a lovely picture of how the phoenix got its colours, with the bird flying up and shimmering in the light. Thanks for the photo of the Johnny Cakes you made too, Cora. And thank you to story fans from Oregon in the US, Ella, who is nine, Molly, who is seven, and Ava who is three. Molly has drawn a marvellously disgusting green hairy toe. I like your woman in purple exclaiming, yucky, yucky, yummy toe. And Ella has drawn a lovely picture of the Indian story, Bikubai and the Coconut. I love the way you've drawn Bikubai, who is frustrated at not being able to get that coconut down from the tree. And Ava, I love the big bright sunshine in your picture and all those people that you've drawn. Thank you for sharing these pictures. Glad you're enjoying the stories. And thanks to all of you who sent in pictures. If you'd like to see them, then go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash stories. That's it for this week. Bye for now. And remember to check out our new colouring book on Amazon or on our website, supergreatkidsstories.com. This podcast was produced at Wardour Studios in London.